Doggy! Doggy in the back! Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We have a special guest. Oh. Aww. His name is Chico. Chico! News of the week. The end of Fight Club was cut in China. The pattern goes back decades. What is that? What? So apparently, like China has this thing where they cut off certain films because they want it, they want it to be censored to like from all all this all all the people in China so that they don't do the same thing in China. If you guys watch Fight Club, if you remember, like the ending scene was the most epic epic one, right? Because that that was a plot twist. So imagine you're watching Fight Club. And instead of this ending scene of all the fireworks and explosion, you get a black screen and this text. Through the clues provided by Tyler, the police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all the criminals. And then after the trial, Tyler was sent to a lunatic asylum receiving psychological treatment. He was discharged from the hospital in 2012. Yep. They're so scared that someone in China would actually do it because they are smart enough for it. <laughs> it's like a very strict parent. They don't want them to yeah. even know about what could be because just they're keep so them in that space. So there's some some type of control. I read there's also like you know the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is about him like finding out his sexuality. Even that is type of it's it's kind of censored because it's about different sexuality. So CNN actually approach like these Chinese film administrations or government agency but none of them gave a response or a comment obviously obviously they're like or hey we run things what we, how we want to run okay if you haven't watched the movie go watch the movie it's great mm-hmm. old movie but ancestor uncensored uh, or censored up, up to you up to up you, to you. <laughs> yeah unless you're in China then you just have to watch the censored one. No, no. Special guest oh, alert. So, guys, I know that we haven't been talking about how we're half Filipinos. We are half Filipinos. But as half Filipinos, we don't know how to speak Tagalog. Do you know Tagalog? No. Yes, hindi ko alam. Uh, ako rin. Hindi ko alam. Tagalog rin. Mahal kita. Yeah. Oh, mahal kita <laughs> And yeah, our Cantonese is is more precise than um, our Tagalog oh, can ever sure. be. But from that, we also welcome someone that doesn't did, like didn't speak Tagalog when mm-hmm. he was growing up in Macau around Filipinos and he is full Filipino. Full so Filipino. but he went to the Philippines to go to uni and also learn Tagalog there, learn the culture and so he actually we like overcome it. So yeah, we'll, yeah. All right guys, so we'll welcome. Yes, guys. We welcome Ruperto of Macau. What up? What AKA up? Rups, AKA Rupskis. <laughs> AKA one of the best dancers in Macau. All right. Ooh, I say that cool. out loud. That's, that's a big statement. A lot of it, competition oh, no. out no, there. No, this <laughs> is right. true. So um, this is Rups, guys. This is Rups. <laughs> yo, 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 what up, people? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Roops, uh, you, how are you? <laughs> yeah, tell us about where you um, are in life. 
Um, ah, um, oh, damn. That's a deep question to start. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, wait. Where am I in life? Um, Where are we hmm. all in life? Okay, okay. First of all, I'm good. I'm doing great. You know, um, um, it's my second year back in Macau. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Back in Macau ever since uh, uh, uni. Ever since uni. Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. um, and you went to uni in... I went to uni in Philippines and it was around 2016 so I just I graduated on the 2020 during like quarantine shit oh. yeah oh shit how I, was mm-hmm. that I didn't have a I didn't have a I didn't have a graduation I mean it was online graduation <laughs> yeah and, no I get I, I also graduated the same time so it was all online yeah Damn. and then flew back here and um well first year here in Macau, I was working like freelancing, dancing, choreography, um, a lot of um, classes, a lot of um, team trainings, Aww. a lot of um, private classes. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I see all, all those classes that you're making. It's so cool. And the videos, dude, shout out, shout out. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. you're a full-time professional dancer well that was last year okay this year year. i'm working full-time in mgm in theater wow i work in carpentry nice and that's your major in so yeah pretty much that's my major in uni yeah yeah, yeah. so i got i I had a theater degree in philippines so i'm Uh actually able to use it here which is good so now i've dance. i still do dance choreography as on the side so like that's day job is like carpentry stuff theater and then everything i decide is all dance wow so cool dude you know this guy uh he might not look it but he's a chess master he knows chess, huh? You know when I watched the the, the Queen Gambit on Netflix, uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god! Did you want to play chess? <laughs> I'm sure a you know? lot of people downloaded the chess game after that Netflix you know? came out. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I, I okay, as a kid, I I kind of um, I I wouldn't say hate. Hate is such a strong word, you know. But yeah. I I I didn't. I found it boring as a kid. You know, when you're a kid, you wanna you just wanna fucking play around. You wanna like do all the other cool stuff that other kids are doing. Be you know? more active. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's you know me, my dad, and just like yeah, learn chess. You know, you need this chess too. <laughs> you know, I think I think your dad and my dad were in the same chess club. No, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's I went to that chess club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sometimes they had competitions in China. Remember? Mm-hmm. And yes. some of these Chinese kids are so intimidating because they're oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Didn't you go to Egypt? No, no, no. It was Turkey. Turkey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went. To, I went to Vietnam and Turkey. That's, That's so cool. cool. I have a question, actually. You're. I remember you had a different name, like a Filipino like nickname. Was, oh, Choi. Choi, yeah, okay, that's yeah. the that's the name, yeah. I was trying to ask like Fatima, like which one? What's what's his Filipino name? Because yeah, that's how Choi. I knew you as. Uh-huh. I knew you as Choi, not not yeah. yeah, that is true. If you knew me from like your dad's friends, it's, it's Choi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we were we yeah. were trying to remember, and she she was like, "It's a very Filipino nickname, you know, the type that, that just doesn't sound like at, at all at your name." <laughs> And it's like, well, I don't know, it's Choi. And his name is Roberto, so go figure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. So 
is the reason you became you started going into break dancing like after like playing a lot of chess is it because like you wanted to be more active and be more out there no okay so um all right let me let me think all right so i was doing Let's a lot rewind. of chess right <laughs> yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to you know put myself in the past <laughs> so um basically um i went to turkey i remember no no it was vietnam it was vietnam and um there was a talent show oh by the way i'm not a master <laughs> i know you guys keep saying master but like yeah i'm not a master yeah. like a master is it memorize like, the stuff like, in the rule books and stuff so it's like yeah like like a master is an actual official title that oh, you need yeah. to like attain yeah, yeah it's um so where was i all right so i was in vietnam and there was a talent show and then um one of our um basically our the macau team they actually won the talent show i think it was first place or second place or something and the the what they did for the talent show was a dance there were two girls and one guy in the team and the two girls think they were dancing like some kind of girl style or k-pop whatever i don't know i don't think k-pop was a thing before but it was just some you know like yeah jazz funk i don't know i don't know what, what style it is something and then um the guy was doing breaking he was he was doing all these really cool moves and stuff and i was like holy shit that's so cool Aww. like i know that i've seen that somewhere you know because like you know in high school like my friends would be like oh have you played like b-boy the game and i was yeah. like oh yeah that's so cool <laughs> And then, you know, we kind of went like, oh, teach me the sixth step. And we, we did it like really, really bad. But um, <laughs> it was, it didn't really like hit me that time. You, because I, you self-taught yourself. You yeah, did. because I didn't know how to use YouTube, you know, like everyone was using YouTube, but I was just like, what the fuck is YouTube, you know? It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that guy, I was like, holy shit, that's so cool. Like, how, how do you, how do you, where do you learn this shit, right? And I didn't know anything. I didn't know how to find shit in Macau. So internet, I think at some point when I was in a chess club, I was like, can I do like something else, you know? <laughs> and I actually went on the internet and I was like searching like, ooh, like break dance, you know? I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. You know, I was like break oh. dance, oh, that's so break cool. dance, uh, six step. And then it was expert village. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Expert village back then. And then can't believe I was learning from expert village, but you know, like as you get like as you get used to like everything with how you know like the information you get, you start to kind of understand things more, you do your own research, and then yeah, yeah. I think I stumbled upon like this website forum online. It was like bboy.org. And that's oh, yeah, where they I gave, remember that. Mm -hmm, that's where they gave a lot of like information for beginners, like history, breaking. And then you kind of can connect with other people from internationally on how to get better and stuff like that. When I started practicing, I really, really went into it. I think my parents were like, eh, you know what? I think this is what he likes. So let him do his stuff. Oh, that's nice. nice. That's oh, nice. Supportive. You had one yeah. of those like childhood moments, like the a wow moment when you see the person dancing. You're like, ah, I want to be like that. Yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. That's true. Man, I remember watching Step Up and like seeing like some people doing the break dancing, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks so cool! 
Mm-hmm. And then yep. there was there was like a class in my school that was like hip hop uh, break dancing class or something. And then I uh, and then I was like, oh, I I, I check like if it is it, it it needs money and it's free like because it's the ones like from school. And I went and I started like um uh studying break dancing there. It's Atan, you know. Yeah, and I know. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's when I started like dancing. And it you and it's all guys, you know, there's not much girls. And it's just like, but yeah, it's so fun. And then afterwards, like I I I, I linked up with them because obviously it's a small community, the big big B boys and stuff. And plus they're Filipinos. But actually yeah. the locals, like they intimidated me, the local B boys. It's just like that's that's why I feel so uncomfortable like going there. And, no, you know. I think I think it's because it's such a how do you call that? It's such a um like very very um territorial feeling, you know, like mm-hmm. or 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 kind of like you go into the studio and everyone's just on their spot, like I'm doing me, don't bother me. You know, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting. That's like the episode mm-hmm. with Jr. We were talking about how like when we when people start something like a podcast, for example, or something like or or someone like making music, like if someone else wants to do the almost the same thing, they they feel like they need to like hide their stuff or like be, be on the yeah feel threatened and other people feel like they need to be that they, they need to be threatening and like but dude just work together and like make it make the community bigger you know and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <sighs> i think i think a part of it is probably culture maybe like i think macau isn't just as social as you know like america or the philippines or oh yeah like, like in philippines mm-hmm. it's different like when i was breaking there like people are always like coming to you and like appreciating you you know? Yeah, dude, it's 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 similar in in America because I've been to a couple like dance classes like like for like a night fifteen dollar a night type of classes, and they're all like the like the, the professor or like everyone around they're all like cheering you up and they're all kind of supporting say like yo that's that's a cool move or like um you know yes. giving you advice feedback you know it, it's a it's a bring raise each other up kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I like I like that, that energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel that when I went to classes in Macau. It was very exclusive, no. and mm. I'm clearly the new one. You yeah, know? I get that. Yeah. Was it difficult, like, for you to fit into the the local dancing community because you were a Filipino? I don't think it was difficult. I think it's more of language, really. Oh, like the um, language barrier. Oh yeah, you like, do you speak yeah. Cantonese? Do you speak Cantonese? Uh, oh, so. <laughs> you already said wrong the second word oh my yeah. god oh my god no yeah it is wrong you said i ate a little I bit ate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey there you go there we go See, no, I'm, I'm really actually learning this time like for real like for your job i really did not learn at all like during high school days like i did not give any attention well you, know? you were in samyuk which is technically an international school same school as yeah. jr by the way and all like use all english to yeah and their mandarin program was shit (laughs) they have a mandarin program (laughs) yeah they do and it's like they repeat the same shit ever since your p1 to four six why would they have mandarin but not cantonese yeah i don't know i was like why 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 don't we have our research mandarin is more important than cantonese so i think outside macau 
Uh, but uh, he's in Macau now. So. But that is that is partly true because a lot of our clients in our, our at our work are actually from Mandarin, mainland, yeah. and yeah. we actually mm-hmm. have to speak, learn, or speak more Mandarin. You have to That's know, like true. in Philippines, like you have to like see, like have to know Tagalog or not. Wouldn't you feel like kind of like weird speaking English there? Yeah, right. Well, okay. Um. In Philippines, actually, you can probably get by in Philippines without speaking Filipino because everyone there speaks English. Like, well, not everyone. Like, if you're in a how do you call that's that? True. Like, uh, you know, there's a social classes in Philippines. You have the the rich, like high class, middle class, low class, and there's even like a subclass of those classes. But if you're in the middle class, like generally, like most of the people there, they know how to speak English. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I got by a little bit too. So but it's pretty I'm easy. With, like, actual local people speaking Tagalog I would just mute my mouth because it's like when I speak in English I sound like you're posh you're arrogant yeah exactly no that is that is true that's like a stereotype in Philippines like if you speak English you're like you're like someone that's you know like up there and yeah English like Mm -hmm. no you're only speaking English because you don't speak Tagalog (laughs) exactly it's like yeah but I think it only it's fine if you're like um like they they understand if you're like not from around the philippines it's fine they'll like they'll they will be more appreciative of you like oh my god like yeah like if you speak filipino like the more yeah. they'll really appreciate you or if it's Unless english the more like... they want to speak english yeah yeah but how does but that work because if you look filipino you then know, they it's... will think you're like if you're well, white, unless you're you tell fine. them, unless you tell them that you're you were not from okay, Philippines, okay. then yeah. they will yeah, understand that. But there's always that first impression thing that be like, Ooh, no, yeah, it's always. Like, oh my god, that's so why I feel so I, left out when that. I'm like mm-hmm. in Philippines. When I like visit my family, they all speak Bisaya, and it's like another dialect. Bisaya. And, yeah, and my mom never speaks to me that unless she's like scolding me. So I really don't know shit, and I'm just like like a mute kid you know unless my cousin comes to me comes to me and talks to me because my cousins can speak english you know and, but my older um family can't it's just so hard but i don't want to sound posh you know mm-hmm. it's so crazy because our parents didn't want to confuse us with the english and other languages but that's the time to actually yeah i think it was it was a thing where like it, there was this uh thing that says oh parents should teach just one language to their child otherwise they get confused with a different language or it takes longer for them to be able to speak because there's so many different language and maybe that's one mm-hmm. reason your parents also spoke to you in english only maybe maybe what did you feel like a foreigner there since you weren't born there and also you didn't really speak fluent tagalog and you were there for four years right for uni mm-hmm. how was that so actually when I went to Philippines for the first year, I I had some expectations. I was like, okay, I mean, everyone's Filipino. Like, it's gonna mm-hmm. feel like home. You know, it's gonna I'm gonna get by easily. Yeah. Man, did I thought wrong? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. I mean, it's a totally different culture. Like, I mean, I think here in Macau, like, regardless, you grew up with like other Filipinos, you're still, you're definitely gonna get like that Filipino culture, right. mm-hmm. but you're not, obviously, you're not gonna get the full blown membership. Mm. <laughs> That's true. But, but yeah, yeah, so like when I went to Philippines, there are a lot of things that I had to like catch up on, like certain language slang, certain 
um like unspoken rules you know? oh yeah um like, give an example of an unspoken rule ah there like um kuya and ate actually has a very significant like like it's a very hierarchy status? kind of thing yeah oh. like a status kind of thing Ate. Like you're you're kind of expected to call your superiors. Oh, that. it's it's similar to the Korean culture, because for Koreans when you when you address someone who is even a year older than you, then you have to call them like onni or like ate in Tagalog, mm-hmm. I guess. But it, and it's very like strongly enforced. And if you don't, you're impolite or disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. Like like I had a friend who was actually, um, not a friend, like acquaintance. You know, like. Um, she was um, she, she was like the uh, student production manager, let's say, or or something about around that status, right? It was for a student pro- uh, production, mm-hmm. and then um, her um, she got like uh, juniors below her. I think some of them were a bit older than her. Yeah. Some of them were younger than her, but she required all of them to call her at there, regardless of their age. And, oh, because she runs things. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I mean, we're all students here, you know? <laughs> like, why yeah. don't just call you by first name? <laughs> That's and, true. Like, at first, I went with it. Like, I I, I called, like, um one of our student directors, Kuya, and I just felt so weird with, like, with him. Like, I'm, I'm older than you. Like, what the fuck am I calling you, Kuya? Like, yeah. makes me feel, makes me feel, like, you know, like I can't fully express what I'm supposed. To, I want to say, you like, have to it's be like very respectful, and you're yeah, yeah. Level. So that there's that sense. kind of like that kind of social or like status kind of thing going on. Right. So you wouldn't you would consider that more of like a, a a social status separation more than like oh it's nice you respect people type of thing. Yeah, I feel like a separation kind of okay. thing because it's like you need to find the right people to, to say things yeah and mm. so that so that information can go to the higher people interesting rather yeah. than like for example here in macau like you know you talk to your supervisor or manager they still just they just tell you like like it's pretty western i think like they say oh just call me by my first name like like there's no harm in that and yeah i think it's more open that way like it's easier to communicate you know there's no like there's no like kind of wall that you have to put yourself i get what you mean yeah like uh, filipinos have always a wall like that you gotta like break through before you know actually feeling like they are friendly to you like and this is locally speaking i know everybody like in the world is like filipinos are so nice blah 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 but it's just like it's true but it's like within the community itself there's so many like you're right like rules and shit like that like stuff like you know, just because they've gone through shit also, like, you know, like they, they lived in Philippines, like that is, that's a fact. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's kind of shitty, no offense, but it's just like, it is shitty. Yeah. And so <laughs> if they know, if they know, like, and that's why, like, if you're a newbie, especially, it's like harder for people to accept the fact that, oh, like, you have to like treat me as a superior like you know it's like because i gone through way more shit than you and it's just like dude it's not a competition you know we're all like we're all just we all just gave birth like someone gave birth to us and we have to accept like what's around us you know and it's just like yeah but 
would you say you uh, you're thankful though for all that experience and that hardship? Because I remember when I I went visit him when I went to Philippines for three months to wait for my blue card. Definitely thankful, but that's also because like I really wanted to more. I really wanted to be. I didn't want to be like comfortable. Okay, I'm yeah. I didn't want to be comfortable. There we yeah, go. Yeah, get out of your comfort like, zone. Like say the first year, yeah, I was always so like um, dependent on like going for a grab uber um but then at some point i was like you know i can't i'm gonna be here for like three more years you know i need i need to i think i can't expect like people to keep adapting to me mm. and i'm the one here you know so i have to be the one to adapt to them so i would really force myself like okay i gotta learn filipino i'm gonna start speaking it um i stopped like they can grab i literally learned how to commute I started with like trains. They were the easiest way to commute. Yeah. And then after that, I went to buses, which is like, it's really intimidating, but they're different. There are certain the buses. Jeepney? Yeah, I even went jeepneys and I went tricycles. I don't know how to do that. How do you do and, it? How do you go to a jeepney? Oh, um, they're jeepney? actually... You don't like, know what jeeps. a jeepney is? You know, the, the, the traditional Filipino transportation, the one that looked like a military... Um... Dude, the last time I went to the Philippines was when I was four. I'm going to remember oh, this. Oh, my God, <laughs> So, Girl. you know, you know the, these, these traditional... Um, okay, not traditional. These military-looking um, cars that they have. Well, it's okay. like, you know, it's not... It's have not you been to Thailand? Like, it's like it's like I've, those... those the tutu, the tutu, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not tricycle though. It's uh, it's oh. actually a bus. It's, it's, it's like silver and it's just like, it, it, it's very run down usually looking like and there's always like a Jesus in behind like maybe like, you know, blessing it. Because <laughs> Philippines is like mostly Catholic, obviously. Yes, uh, yes. Did you know, every time I ride a jeep, 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 jeepney yeah. and then the jeepney will pass by a church, literally everyone in the jeep. Oh, <laughs> so you no. have to do that too, right? Otherwise, no, you know, unspoken like... rule. <laughs> oh, there another unspoken rule. Unspoken rule. Oh, you see, they're like, oh my and god, like, this, there, this child is like, gonna go to hell. Like, oh, okay, I, I didn't do it, and then someone's looking like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. do you want to go to hell, child? <laughs> do you want this bus to go on the, off the rails? It's like they're probably like thinking, this, if we crash, it's this guy's fault. Like. <laughs> Oh my god, I can tell so you like, bad. you have your you have your like old Tita like going at you like oh my god you're going to the Imperno Imperno My mom would be like ka Demonio ka ba? Oh my god <laughs> My mom would be like but your tita can see the white lady the white lady over there standing Oh my god there's so many superstitions and monsters and manananggal <laughs> Oh my god Oh my god Maybe you will get a you will get a big eye tomorrow morning. Oh my <laughs> God. That reminds uh, me of the Netflix <laughs> the Netflix show the um I forgot what's it the name Netflix <laughs> Filipino show anime. There we go. Anime? Yeah, it's called Trece. 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 T R E. Oh my God, I love it. S E. It's basically like in Philippines and she just talks to go like she can speak to the spiritual stuff and mm-hmm. uh, there's ghosts and there's the moon with the I white love lady. It. I fucking love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, because it's actual it so like traditional Filipino yeah. stories and stuff. So, I think yeah. it's like it really empowers the Filipino culture, you know, like I think 
growing up in Macau, you're so like used to being discriminated that you kind of like <gasps> you do you even feel yourself. almost embarrassed to be a Filipino <laughs> yeah, sometimes? Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just because yeah, growing up like you know the locals see us I mean you know generally it's like speaking, a lower status socially. Yeah. The news the, everything like they, it's everything. like we're the villains. You know they yeah. always this this was also spotted like from uh, someone as well I saw on Facebook but it's so true that the media in Macau they always ma- make it seem like Filipinos or like mainlanders even like like the bad people they will show like very big like Filipino like did this yeah. crime blah 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 and then you see like so much hate Chinese. comments and shit from the everybody. hate comments ridiculous is so racist and no one say anything because it's like it's all in Macau and no one cares about Macau because it's like it's a small ass city no one even knows what Macau is half the time it's like in outside like outside the world but mm-hmm. so it's, and that's why it feels so just it's just so feels so sad you know and and like a, a lot of times like People, uh, other Filipinos feel the same way, but then, you know, uh, Philippines win the Miss Universe, and they're like, "Oh my God, proud Pinoy!" You know, it's like, "Oh, now uh, you're proud of a Pinoy." Yeah, I, I told this to some of my friends. I feel like, you know, like, like deep inside, as a as a race, as a Filipino, <laughs> you know, yeah, we want to stand out. Mm. You know, we want to be accepted by social norms. Mm-hmm. I mean, which we are outside of Macau, you know, but like in Macau, you're so brainwashed to think like Filipinos is always negative, yeah, you know, but like, like, you know, when I went, when I went to LA for like vibe, like yeah. for the competition, there was so much love for Filipinos. Like I did not, like, I did not experience that in Macau and it felt that's like so oh this this feels it, it's yeah. actually like pretty normal to be Filipino to be like oh my god I love adobo oh my god mm-hmm. like you know this and that like they're so nice with everything I'm just like huh <laughs> like so it made true. me feel proud actually to yeah, be yeah. so like true. a different view right like right it's yeah. like me here like when they're like oh my god your skin color is so nice it's so tan or like what whatever trait that i was so scared or sad about in macau it's everything it's good here they even said like, like how my fingers are long and i'm like excuse me <laughs> they're like you should be a hand yeah. model and i'm like this is getting ridiculous. Is this like a mm-hmm. multi, it's like a, a multiverse thing that someone like yeah. the switch? But yeah, it's just but yes, like, mate, that's crazy yeah. that you haven't been to Philippines for so long. It will be No, I haven't. And it's always it's always like, oh, it's too dangerous. Oh, you shouldn't go. Or at least for my dad. Like that's, you know, especially that's, Filipino dad. Yeah. That's well yeah. that okay, that's partly correct. But then again, I think I I could I would I would wanna say like I think partly our parents kind of brainwashed us into thinking Philippines is very also negatively associated because like, you know, I've been yeah. also thinking about like my mom and dad would be like, oh, be careful. You can't go around in Philippines. You have to always stay at home. Dude, mm-hmm. I literally went out all night till like 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, like no, when I was real. in uni because yeah. I always had like late dance rehearsals and I'd always like travel. I'd freaking commute late yeah. night. Be cautious. You got to be street very smart. Scary. Like. Yeah, like, and that's with everywhere, right? But mm-hmm. what about like if you know you don't really know the place so well, and if then you're a girl yeah. by yourself, does that you know? Does that you know make yeah. everything? Everything in my mind. Oh, definitely does. No, for yeah. for before though, everything like kind of like in my mind like became such a different point of view after I came to America. You know why? Because people here can carry a gun, and 
that just changed like everything like for me growing up thinking oh my god philippines is so is so um dangerous or like blah blah blah. because like every time when i tell this like to tyler for example like saying philippines is so dangerous and bad he will say like something that's even worse that would happen and it's true because america is huge and there's the bigger the place the bigger the chance like more people are crazy and yeah that's true and it's like it's crazy it's just crazy because i felt so scared about philippines before but dude americans go there to like america's actually pretty crazy yeah they are pretty they're <laughs> yeah, very crazy and because we would say like oh yeah america like people people would say like oh you're white you're american like your your life is easy but i actually being american is very hard like you have so much shit that you gotta do like in in order to you know be in the norm or like you drive at 16 already like you know there's just a lot i feel like much i don't pressure. know it's just so much pressure and if you don't drive at 16 then you're like gonna be looked down on that's true <laughs> yeah no and that's true like uh, a lot of like because like denty he he learned to drive when he was 16 and sometimes like for other people who learned to drive when they were 16 like you'd see others who are 20 21 don't have a like driver's license they're like what have you been doing in your life you know like why don't you get yeah. a driver's license it's just yeah. that easy <laughs> that's crazy Macau is like no one but, can have a driver's license. <laughs> I think in Philippines it's because um, Hard. you know, like it's just it's well, yeah, that's one thing. But like sometimes people are so unpredictable. Like it's so you oh, know yeah, you just never know yeah. as well. Like mm. driving in Philippines, I feel like it's also just like Florida, just because it's like there's so many old people that you know it would out of nowhere there's someone just going very slow or <laughs> doing something like not do doesn't do blinkers like forget about it but i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever come to a situation where i thought i was in danger though like okay. when i was in philippines i've i don't think i've ever come across that's, the situation that's, that's reaffirming let's yeah i think hear. you know that's the thing with our parents is they inflicted their trauma their un- like undone trauma onto us yeah I, I, I thought it was always like because you know my dad grew up in in the philippines he know the in, he knows the ins and outs like for example like as long as you're a foreigner you're rich then you're like more wealthy than us things like that and i thought it was because he knew the ins and outs that's why he was like okay i know what the people are like and you're like part of the you know the population that's not that's the thing like this is one guy your dad is one guy that like probably all of our parents say the same thing them them all okay them all they probably (laughs) that's the the, the thing they probably went through something traumatic for them to think most of the people there are like that but obviously not all and bad people you know like they often become bad people because people already see them as that and it's like might as well like might as well be bad you know it's like if if people have so little hope on like your especially on your own race it's like what more hope do you have on other people like on changing like don't you want people to be good do don't you want people to be able to change to be good you know like gotta it's like they they make us fear the world so that we we are safe but honestly we have to you know actually be open no, i get it i get it see yeah. the possibility and different perspectives and yeah i feel like like the the bad people how do we say that which is bad you know i feel like sometimes i could be pretty bad myself you know like it depends on the situation yeah but i think in general like as long as you know where you're going and as long as you know like you're comfortable with that area you went there a couple times 
um, you should be fine. Like, especially mm -hmm. if you're like on transportation, it should be fine. But like, let's say you're walking like a long ass dark alleyway, okay, then that's enough. when yeah. you, you gotta thing, like, you need someone. One thing that Tyler says to me, like when I get scared about all the, you know, the drive shooting news that happens almost every day, Tyler would be saying like, well, that's the thing. Like, you're not going to be there. Like, stuff that happens like that is usually 4 a.m., 3 a.m. at th those specific, like, sketchy places. Like, unless you're asking, like, or you're looking for trouble or you're at the trouble place, like, you're fine, you know, usually. Yeah, that's why. as long as you're street smart, then most of the time you should be fine. Yeah. Um, that's so. true. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was in L.A., though, like, I were, it was a bit... You know, because, you know, like when you're when you've never been to America, you watch like a lot of Hollywood movies and you think America is safe and shit. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. really not. So we went to like East L.A. I don't know where, but we went to uh, uh, it was a, I think it was it probably belonged to like a Mexican gang or something. Oh my God. But anyways, we went to like an outlet store and we were looking for some place to eat. We went to Taco Bell. And oh, yeah. then across the street, we saw two Mexican dudes fighting, like brawl. And me and my friends were like, "Fuck, let's let's walk the other oh way." My God, yeah. I don't know if they have like a gun, you know. No, yeah. And we don't want to get like crossfire. You draw, mm -hmm. you know, like. I was like, "Fuck that shit! I'm out of here!" Like, yes, that's so like, true. That's yeah. the thing with America. Like, it's like the you you could be in a very nice street at one, and the next street is like really bad and run down and. You know, it's a street that you're not supposed to be walking at. And sometimes yeah. I can't tell. Like, I can't tell. And then Tyler would be like, oh, we don't want to be walking around these streets. And I'm like, really? Really? You know? It's like, like, everything looks so nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like palm trees, everything. But yeah. It's like in Philippines, you know, if everything looks hella ratchet, you can tell. <laughs> Easy to tell. <laughs> that's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. Would you say, like, after four years of uni, you've kind of gotten used to, like, the culture and you wouldn't mind living there? like living in philippines would you live, would yeah. you live in philippines yeah, yeah, yeah. i actually would but um i would need a couple things <laughs> like i would need a a good you know income <laughs> like, economy it. economy is uh, like, fucked probably, up there like yeah 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 so hard yeah, to earn money know. there no know. like i really salute to people who are really hustling there because mm -hmm. They work hella hard. They don't sleep and yeah. they don't hard. complain. Like yeah. they complain, yeah. But most of the but time, they're grateful for the things they have. Yeah, exactly. And like I see a lot of people here who complain about the smallest shit ever. I'm just like, come so on, like personal I've seen, problems. Yeah, like I've seen worse. No, you're and, right, <laughs> dude. Like, like growing up without yeah. a Macau, like a, a without a Macau ID. Um, you know when I did have to only when I have to work that's when I realized Filipinos work like dogs here, like actual Filipinos that came from Philippines. And they're like so hardworking and they love, like they love their job no matter what. It's just like, I couldn't yeah. get into that. I really couldn't. I was No, so there depressed. are some like a lot of Filipino aunties who come have their family in the Philippines, maybe visit one a year, once a year, but like work here for 30, 40 years and still is grateful for the job they have. Yes. But they only see their family and sends money there obviously, but they only see their family like not a lot of time and sometimes their employers are like 
sh- treat them shit. like shit. Yeah, exactly. That's that's because Philippines has this perseverance mentality. It's really toxic. Like basically, you can't complain about the things you have to mm. struggle through it. Which is yeah, in a sense, yeah. Like okay, yeah, I I, I salute that you're you're really like persevering, persevering yeah. regardless of your own situation. But yeah. in a re like think about it, then you're not you don't deserve that. I mean, like instead of like ah oh, fuck it, I need to do better. Like they'd be like ah. Oh, I'll just, I should just be grateful that I even yeah, have a job. Yeah, like that. it's it, that's like they're they're more to be like that because that's already ingrained within the culture rather than like really like no, I deserve better. And yeah. This is See, what I should like, get. The mm. politics, you know, it kind of it kind of shines on like how people are treat like getting treated and how they, uh, <laughs> like how they have to accept shit because like the politics obviously is corrupted and they just have to accept it. And so everything yeah. in life, they just accept it. And it's like, just put a smile on your face. Do everything to be good. Like, you know, but it, you can, and obviously here in America, it's, the diff- it's all about freedom. Every, everybody has a freedom to say something. And, yeah, it's, it's and there's good. like in school, for example, like if, uh, if a student is a little behind on something, they don't, they don't like shame them. They, they, put in extra work for them you know it's it's more on oh yeah it's really more on like making sure they're okay and they grow properly which i feel like it lacks in in philippines that they they think that we don't get traumatized or macau yeah they don't think we get traumatized from they think we'll grow from it they think they'll be fine it's like but dude yeah the people that are teaching us are they happy are they okay you know it's like yeah because a lot of people like to project their own you know insecurities yeah they want you to feel how they felt oh back in the day this is how we did it so you should do it the same way like yeah Uh, yeah, like we fucking live in what fucking 20th century it's also like a generational thing like you know parents would say yeah i had to walk three four kilometers to school every day and you complain about waking up to take the bus to go to school I'm yeah like, come on this is a different era <laughs> yeah i know it's like they they're obviously jealous of how like awesome it is <laughs> right now i mean no offense but just but yeah. hey this is progress of mankind just be happy it's happening mm-hmm. you know exactly and- like uh okay one story i was in uni and we already had like a so there's professor a and professor b right mm. so professor a already like made uh, made this spreadsheet because like if you're like in the uh, production side of things you're, you're you need to do a lot of paperwork so especially in your marketing you know you need to count the tickets by the end of the sh- of the day how many how much yeah. how many people's how many people bought tickets how many people and then you need to like tally the whole, for the whole mm-hmm. day for the whole week and stuff like that right yeah. so obviously Today, just use a spreadsheet, put in the fucking formula. Yeah. You just have to put in the numbers, you'll get the you'll get the total. Yeah. Right. So they already have the freaking format. Yeah. So Professor B goes, Oh no, it's better to just write it down manually and like count it manually. You know, you don't trust the the tech, don't trust that, you know. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is supposed to fucking make our lives easier. And you wanna go back to like fucking Stone Age? Like, come on, are you fucking kidding me? Like progress some people (laughs) are just not able to accept change and development and and those people are holding us back (laughs) 
So we will, uh, we'll, I mean, we always talk about food. So we'll, um, we'll end this by saying, what is your favorite like Filipino dish? Mm, you have to pick let me one. Think. Uh, ah, Shanghai lumpia. That's my favorite. I think I, I could eat that shit like pop it in my mouth nonstop, baby. With that sweet. Yeah, Shanghai lumpia is really good. Wait, Shanghai lumpia is not the one with the meat, right? It's with the meat. Oh, okay, okay. I was uh, thinking of like lumpia, like lumpia you know, the, the vegetable, and I you put it veggies. with the vinegar. Oh, that's actually it's pretty really good. Really yeah. good. I like the vinegar uh, dip, yeah. Okay, I think favorite Filipino food? Yeah, definitely seasick. Definitely seasick. It's a crispy, you know, especially when it's sizzling and like you got everything and it just put in the rice. Oof. I, my dad makes a lot of kinilau. I don't know if you guys know what kinilau is. It's a mixed uh, seasoning like ginger chili, uh, ginger Ooh. chili garlic with like sometimes Oops. raw tuna or raw um, fish. But sometimes he can put like other other kinds of meat like chicken. Um, so exotic. Damn. I love tendon. It's, it's, it's just really good. I've never oh, seen damn. that dish in my life. Ah, one of the okay. Well, yeah, okay, I'm surprised you guys don't know, but my dad makes it a lot. No, nah, I think I've seen it like a few times, but I've okay. never really tasted it. Chicken I think adobo. One of the other adobo is good, but I feel like that's feel the like most it's traditional. So it's it's so very traditional. Generic. Yeah, that's very I like generic. I like I like kare 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 is kare is really good. Like curry. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it's like, like a peanut flavor curry. Yeah, you've yep. never tried that. Yes, I don't think so. Yes, but no. you have to get in touch with your Filipino side. I have to. I've never. I you are not oh, connected bought, at all. Actually, I bought bagoong yesterday, and I'm like, oh, I missed this. Just eating it with <laughs> rice. But then, you, you know, to other people, it's like, oh, this smells stinky. What is this? You know? Like, our flavors uh, are really strong sometimes. And mm. in the beginning, my mom really hated the smell of adobo because my dad makes ado- chicken adobo, like, a lot. Or pork Aww, adobo. It's so and good. And she didn't like the smell because she was more, you know, Western, Brazilian, and, like... Feijoada. Feijoada. And then the <laughs> smells that the Filipino dish... Yeah, make, it's so like strong. Comes out. It's really strong, especially, you know, with dried fish and things like that. Like, it's, yeah. it's really strong. So good. Kini Lao is definitely my favorite. Ah. Oh, I try that. Maybe maybe I haven't you tried should. enough. Yeah. Ask her dad. Food. Ask her dad, man. <laughs> you go like, hey. hey I, used to do, I used to I'll go with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> like chess. Want to do some chess? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. We can just you wanna shout out anything, Roops? Oh yeah, maybe like share your if you have like a portfolio for dancing or your your Instagram if you want people to look at your dancing videos. Uh, um, I can yeah, tell you're um, getting sleepy already. You can no no I'm totally fine. I'm, you know, That's after funny. this, I'm still I'm still gonna game like after oh, this. <laughs> nice another okay. gamer here. He's a gamer, he's yeah, a gamer. I'm a we used to play League of Legends together. Oh yeah, 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 I bought two boots. We used boots. to. We used to. <laughs> <laughs> he bought two boots. <laughs> oh, You're supposed to just buy one boot, but okay, never yeah. mind. Okay, keep um, going. So yeah, Instagram. Um, uh, it's at Rupes Ram. R U P Z R A Y E M. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> well, YouTube. I don't really use much. Um, I'm really all Instagram, really. Yeah, all right, all right. No problem. Cool. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. Of course. Hey, what about uh, Chico? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh,
Oh, you want me to get him? You want me to get no, him? It's no, okay. it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it him relax. Like so. really comfortable. So comfortable. Oh my god, I did not. Oh, okay, guys. Great. This okay, great. thank you, guys. Thank you, Rose. I hope you guys are well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he came oh, yeah, willingly. Yeah. He came willingly. I cannot. Oh my god, he did. <laughs>